0: day of my life as a stay-at-home girlfriend. I first did my skincare routine, then I did some ice rolling and some journaling, and I made the bed. Then Luke and I got out and picked up some celery juice and then went to his favorite latte place. Then we came home and I made myself a matcha latte. And... Checked some emails, replied to some texts. Then I went for a walk to my Pilates studio, and made myself some breakfast. Then I did a lot of laundry folding, and then I steamed my dress that I'm gonna wear for tonight. Took Luke to the gym. When I came home, I cut up some veggies to snack on, and. Then I heated up some soup for Luke. Then I got ready and put my shoes on, saw a butterfly, and then we stopped at this cute wine store, got a bouquet of flowers, then went to my dad's to celebrate his birthday.
1: This is a day in (laughs) my life as a stay-at-home faggot. So I got up. I jerked off. I went back to bed. And then I woke up. And then I went back to bed again. And then I woke up. I took a four-hour shower. Most of the time, I was just sitting in the shower watching The Simpsons. And I went back to bed. I woke up again, I go to the gym, just squats, I come back home, I go back to bed. I wake up again, I watch Candace Drag Race, I had to pay extra for that, cause it's not been localized. I go back to bed. <laughs>
2: i don't even know if you can hear any of that
1: i wake up
2: i do a pump
1: i go back to
2: bed are we sure we have this turned the right way yeah we do we do yeah are you sure i checked you did yeah see okay yeah but i think that was just me moving the thing
3: let me get on the other side (laughs) is this a little bit louder
2: I don't know. It's hard to tell. Well, oh, you're also really far away. Not really that far away. You are pretty far away. How about now?
3: You see, I'm like closer than you, and it's not picking me up. Okay. Yeah. God, this is already a mess. The
2: lines are just so small on the on the little audacity thing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> God.
3: Uh, I thought you said we were gonna be organized this time, River. We are a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we have a topic and a plot line to follow. Yeah,
2: and then we're going to get rid of that plot line for a minute. Which we always uh, do. Tulsi Gabbard, oh, or as, oh. as Chris inexplicably calls her, Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard? No, you said, go you're like, <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard? I was like, who? You're like, Tulsi Gabbard.
3: Is this when she was running, she... or was this recently? <laughs> recently. God damn it.
2: You're like, is she running for president or something? And I was like, uh, I don't know. She probably will, like, as a Republican, which, by the way, correct. Yeah, I mean, for this thing I said in private to my husband <laughs> it wasn't documented at all. <laughs> um, actually, no, I did say it on a podcast like three years ago. So, yeah, I mean, you said when she was running, didn't you? Well, she was running as a Democrat then,
4: uh-huh.
2: and she was like
3: some like. Saying like Kamala, Kamala like you slaves
4: or whatever. Yeah,
3: Kamala's people, uh, her uh, Brahmin ancestors. No, like her is a the. Uh, oh. <laughs> Hers like
2: the um, <laughs> secretary yeah, of state, state of, of uh, California or whatever the fuck she was. Yeah, where she sent a bunch of people to prison. Well, she wouldn't let people out of prison after they already finished their terms and like send them to go fight wildfires. <laughs>
3: You know what? Work. Girl boss. No, she
2: would bring back the internment camps.
3: For who, though?
2: I don't know. She would just be like, let's just do the Japanese again. We got away with it last time.
3: I feel like... No,
2: there's, not an, there's not enough of them, honestly.
3: No, she's like the governor of California. Or was... Not the governor, she was like in... kind of a, Oh, jeez. A big political spot. Like, in California, there's so many Asian people there already, like... No, I feel like if she were to open the interment it wouldn't be for an Asian race. Yeah, it would be for Black people. She has to pick a side. <laughs> yeah. like you, Asian
2: or you Black? She's, She's like, like, I know where my loyalties <laughs> lie. Uh, <sighs> no, but you you called Tulsi Gabbard Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. and then um. <laughs> I can't remember why, but you were no. It was you said something racist, or like she's not even an American. <laughs> no, I
3: asked like what I asked. Basically, got into a conversation about like, what even is America Samoa? Oh
2: yeah, well you know, you were you're like she can't be president because she's Samoan.
3: I was like, well, I don't think that's a rule.
2: <laughs> well,
3: I didn't like. There, has there ever been anyone who's run for president from like Puerto Rico or Guam? Or... Well, she's not from there. She's but, from Hawaii. See, I I just knew that she was or like Hawaii, as she likes to say. I, I think it's actually Hawaii. <laughs> portuguese or what like, i don't know the w sounds like a v F-I-E. yeah apparently the w is supposed to make a v noise uh is that true i don't know if that's true but I, I, well the duolingo classes i took for <laughs> half a year <laughs> yeah well
2: um, um no she's not from there her mom's like some white lady who converted to hinduism which
3: is very <laughs> corny and then marion williamson no that would be like a crazy plot line though <laughs> uh but um no i thought
2: because she was Oops, wa- tulsi gabbard was like the mixed race child that <laughs> she like gave up for adoption yes um but no i thought she was like when i left you at a fire station in honolulu
3: <laughs> i never thought you'd come to run against me yeah um but I thought because she was like the <laughs> just leaving a baby, you shoot. She was just leaving the baby at a fire
2: station in Honolulu with just like a crystal <laughs> from Earthbound.
3: Four crystals from Earthbound. Yeah, a Fleetwood Mac vinyl, <laughs> a, an ugly sundress. Yeah, yeah him <laughs>
2: with like a paisley print. Yeah, <laughs> they were like. This is the most fashionable abandoned baby we've ever seen. It's just like in a paisley. It's in like a paisley peasant lady skirt. Yep. <laughs>
3: She'll grow into it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like a Navajo headband. <laughs>
3: I thought because she was, like, the representative of American Samoa. I thought she had to be from Samoa.
2: She's not the representative from American Samoa. Her dad is from American Samoa. She's from Hawaii. She was just a congresswoman from Hawaii.
3: I thought she was the... Everyone was talking about how she was...
2: She is ethnically half Samoan. Okay, I thought... It's like how everybody said Obama was black. But he was also (laughs) from Hawaii and was raised by Rich whites.
3: (laughs) He smoked pot. (laughs) Yeah. But I... So... To be. I think Gabby... Gabby Gabard (laughs) Gabard
2: I think Tulsi actually knew her dad though so I guess that's the difference um but her dad was a very homophobic republican that was also a background yeah
1: um
2: there's like all these like old videos of like Tulsi Gabber when she's like in high school being like we don't need sodomy in our schools or whatever
3: if I could turn back time I'd keep marriage between a man and a woman
2: yeah so full circle yeah I guess
3: (laughs) um anyway
2: what were you saying
3: anyways i th- I kept for some reason i in my brain thought that she had some kind of political position from american samoa no and i thought for some reason that like um you had to be from a state to be like a government official in that state which is vastly untrue but for I'm, some no you it's not
2: untrue you do have to be from there but like so like they're like delegates like they can only vote in committee like they can't they're not even actual like real Congress people. It's like yeah. it's kind of fucked up a little bit. Like they're just like they're a colony. They're, it's like a uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they're there to like they're allowed to like make suggestions. Yeah, because like or something. It's like they're like the jet like the guest judges like You know when Katy Perry goes on RuPaul's Dra- Drag Dra- Race, <laughs> yeah, and they're like whatever she says.
3: They're like yeah yeah yeah, unless it's like <laughs> they're, they're like sure honey, and it's too bay low. <laughs> What, who? Tuve Lu. Oh, is that, oh yeah, Tovlo. To- Tovlo. <laughs> yeah. What? How did she? What is she claiming that? it Tuve Lu. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. No. Yeah. She was like when when her Katy Perry was on the show RuPaul's kind of just like listen we're gonna let her talk but not really gonna mean anything. Yeah. So that. But yeah. No. For some reason in my brain I thought that she because I thought she had a political she was like a political representative from American Samoa. And that because she was an American... The, the representative of American Samoa, she had to be from America Samoa. When really she was Hawaiian and was, like, a political figure in Hawaiian. And I think it's just because people were talking about how she was American Samoan. Mm. They were like, American Samoan so-and-so, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, running for, you know? Yeah, and then I... Well, I listened to a thing today where she was on uh,
2: Rogan and she was talking about... Uh... She was, like, they were talking about, like, the the big titty thing, and then Joe Rogan claimed that he knew somebody who worked at a school who was, like, their kid, they had some kids shitting in a litter box, I was like, that's been, like, debunked, like, 17 million times, but it's funny that he's, like. Still writing it out. Yeah, that, like, somebody just really wanted to get mentioned on Joe Rogan, and so they, like, texted him yeah um but she was basically saying that like we're all gonna die in a nuclear war
3: which i think might actually be true which is troubling i mean in all of like the and in, in media at least there's the only two ways like nuclear war goes either everyone knows it's going to happen they all kind of start like 1950s style building their bunkers in their backyard, yeah. or it's like an immediate accident and no one knows it's about to happen.
1: Well, she brought up that thing
2: that happened that I totally memory hold. That, um, you remember a couple of years ago when like somebody, some retard at like some government agency accidentally set off the, um, uh, the, uh, like nuclear, like the nuclear, like alarm system. Mm-hmm. And they were like, <laughs> there's like people in Hawaii, like, putting their kids in, like, in, like, sewage drains and shit, like, and, like, everybody thought they were going to die, because it was, like, you got, like, an alert on your phone that was, like, incoming nuclear missile, this is not a drill, Drill. (laughs) and people, it was just, like, mass hysteria and
3: panic, like, people were just, like, weeping (laughs) on the streets, like, can you imagine? Imagine... If your phone was dead during that time and everyone around you, would be, I would like
2: murder suicide the
3: cats. Uh, <laughs> like, just kill them, kill them first. It's not suicide murder. But you? It's murder suicide. Not suicide. why would I just kill? The, why would I just kill the cats? Because like,
2: no, I would kill the cats because I don't want them to eat my corpse. That is, but they would that's die a big too. Fear of mine to They would die, die too. Dying and being eaten by my own pets. <laughs> They would die, too. Well, my, th- my thing is, like, I would want to be, like, hit. Like, you know what I mean? I wanted want it to be, like, annihilated in the blast. Oh,
3: you'd be, like, driving to wherever the site of, like, the...
2: Like, I wouldn't want to be
3: one of the people who, like, survives. Nice. And, and then... then it's,
2: like, stuck in, like, some, like, uh, r- road. Right. such so like, Carmen McCarthy's The Road. <laughs> where I'm, like, dodging, like, hillbilly uh, cannibals and, like... <laughs> it's just your family, River. Yeah. And I'm, like, I don't know, eating
3: canned SpaghettiOs for the rest of my life? Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I, that's my thing is, like, I would want to die in the initial blast or very soon after. Jeez Louise. Very soon after. Why? Like, just immediate radiation poisoning? Yeah, like, radiation poison to the point where, like, I don't feel, like, essentially annihilated but not... Like, in the fiery part? You want to suffer? <laughs> no. You want to be, like,
2: crawling down the steps <laughs> of the apartment with, like, no legs?
3: Yes. It would be my cinematic just moment. just want another, like,
2: ten minutes to reflect? <laughs> to see, like, your life flash before your eyes?
3: Yes. I want that, I want that Oscar moment where I'm crawling down the stairs just like, ah, ah, you know? Like, yeah. And the camera zooms in on my face as I'm burning alive. No, they wouldn't win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I mean it would win like a
2: the KKK's new favorite. you you'd film. have to be, you have to be trans. <laughs>
3: I'm still white, but trans.
2: <laughs> well, your duck's burned off, so really, is anybody's guess at that point. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Dark River. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of dark movies... Oh, yeah. We've been watching... What is this? Satoshi Kon. Satoshi Kon. Yeah. Whose movies have just been ripped off by all these, like... American American doofuses. (laughs) Like, um... Well, yeah. Like, we watched Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue. And we watched Black Swan.
2: Which is a rip-off.
3: Yeah, like... Well,
2: he... You know, Darren Afronsky, the guy who made Black Swan, tried to buy the rights to make a live action version of perfect blue and then didn't do it and then (laughs) include like straight up ripped off scenes um from from perfect blue and requiem for a dream and then really had the nerve to say that black swan wasn't influenced by perfect blue even though like it clearly was like i he was like,
3: a, He's like it's not a direct influence. I'm like, okay. Mm, watching it now, it's, it's like... A, it's like a worse version of the same movie. Like watching them one right after the other is like truly... Because like there was... <clears throat> My thing with Black Swan as well is I did not... Like I enjoyed it. It was a fun film, whatever. But I didn't get really get like <clears throat> a lot of the imagery because I like looked into it. Like a lot of the characters are supposed to be actual characters from the Black Swan like ballet. And Winona Ryder's character is called the Dying Swan, mm. and like there's all these like references and like thematic like parallels to the Black Swan ballet, because mm. she literally throws herself. Spoiler alert for all three, uh, all three movies that we watched. By the way, uh, Perfect Blue, Black Swan, and Paprika. Paprika.
1: Paprika. <laughs>
3: Paprika. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she like literally throws herself off of, of like a cliff in the end not only in the ballet but metaphorically too
4: yeah yeah
3: um but yeah we but were... paprika.
2: i feel like that was like a ripoff of inception which a, a movie i was so got so frustrated with i just quit Wait, which it, makes me feel like, I have, like first? Oh, i'm not a low iq person it
3: just did inception come out first no so you're saying that inception, inception is a ripoff of paprika from what i've seen of inception which
2: like the one time I tried to watch it, I was just like I had too much going on. Yeah. Like I was like trying to like do like it was like my like freshman year of college or something. I was like trying to do algebra homework while I was watching watch it. And I'm like yeah. I just can't yeah. like do this. So I just like turned it off and then never turned it back on again. But
3: like from what I saw, it seemed very uh, similar. Yeah, it's just um kind of interesting because I i have not watched any inception i I think of it as a meme in my brain so i don't have like i don't watch a lot of like blockbuster i have not watched a lot like blockbuster like movies from the 2000s and later just well it's
2: christopher nolan who made that one and he shouldn't be forgiven for what doing what he did to batman yeah and therefore the culture
3: which bat? no he did like the dark knight ones (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 I was gonna say, I didn't know if you were ripping on the t- early 2000s Batmans that I love, or like the ones no, that No, were... the super serious Batmans. Yeah. yeah, you're you're talking about the ones that were basically Afghan war propaganda.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, they were. Well, everything was just,
2: in just convincing, I don't know, making a version of the Joker.
1: It's just like, people are evil and they have no motive. Yeah. You know
3: i mean like the joker in god. The, this is awful it's <laughs> like bird <Berkey. laughs> he's eating a nature valley
2: or uh, no it's a kind it's not kind it's fucking evil
3: <laughs> breakfast protein bar with almond butter god <laughs> <laughs> this is suddenly episode of thought topics where you can hear the crinkle in it's us. like you're feeding <laughs> you can hear the crinkle i feel like i'm being fed in an aviary
2: fucking disgusting like
3: a parakeet
1: yeah it's
2: just like a bunch of like (laughs) grains of like uneven size and texture
3: okay um yeah awful mouthfeel (laughs) Awful mouthfeel (laughs) yeah i i've never seen inception it's like a meme in my brain and i don't haven't seen like a lot of those like mid to late 2000s oscar bait or like pyrogon films that everyone like always talks about like inception like the matrix and shit like that you ever Um, seen matrix no i've seen matrix now like as an adult but like as a kid growing up Mm. those weren't like the movies i ever ended up watching i watched like the b-list movies because my parents for some reason appreciated camp even though i don't think they knew it was camp so i didn't like watching in uh paprika and watching like things like that that predate it i just i don't have that like
1: my parents
2: really like Denzel Washington movies for some reason. Really? Yeah. Even some of
3: the more obscure
2: ones, which was that one's when John Q or something. It's like about a um it's like about a guy who uh, holds a bunch of people hostage in like a hospital room or something so his son can get a heart transplant. <laughs> it's very dark. Yeah, I just shouldn't be laughing. No. It's like huh. um so what did what like what about the individual It's one of those
3: like really says something about society films but <laughs> like also... the joker yeah um out of the three that we watched like do you have a favorite out of the three now uh perfect blue yeah same I, I and then th- honestly black swan and then P- paprika was just a
2: little too it was very it was very hard to follow but not like um i mean it wasn't like impossible to follow i just feel like it should have it could
3: have been structured better well, they are also trying to tell the story of, like, an actual novelization. It was an, actually a novel that cut turned into, mm. um, and uh, it can only fit so much into an hour 30 that probably took multiple chapters and, like, to explain, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think Black Swan was my least favorite, and Perfect Blue was my most favorite.
2: Yeah. Well, with Black Swan, like, or with Perfect Blue and both... Black Swan was way easier to follow. Perfect Blue, I felt like... (coughs) I had questions up until the end, and then I felt like everything was tied up. Yeah. With Paprika, I felt like there were still, like, minor plot points that I was still unsure on, even (laughs) as the film had ended. Yeah. And it was like... I don't know if that was me just, like, paying less attention, or I'm just, like, fucking stupid, or what. But, like, I don't feel like I am. I feel like it was, like there really were like a couple of things that like just kind of yeah
3: they were like mm-hmm, yeah and just kind of hand wave it just yeah that just got cut in editing for time or which, whatever and they were like well which might have been an actual problem yeah given like but um no uh, my thing with paprika is i thought it was i agree it felt kind of unfinished like at the end i was like is everything like... but i i thought the animation was not it wasn't gorgeous but it was like very fun to like watch the, all the animation Mm-hmm. Which I think comes from my Appreciation of like Miyazaki films which are Known to be like some of the most gorgeous Like anime animation To like be exported to the states I never really watched many of those Oh that's good yeah. didn't. I wasn't um, allowed to watch Kiki's delivery service Because of witchcraft Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah I thought Perfect Blue was, I didn't, my thing with Black Swan is Black Swan It It, I, I, it did feel like a rip up of Perfect Blue a little bit but also didn't feel like It did the plotline as well Like, it, I could kind of see where the, like, I was, like, oh, like, halfway through the movie, I was, like, oh, it's not, like, there's not an actual villain. Like, she is her own villain. Like, her mom and Mila Kunis are both, like, made out to be, like, the villain in the end. Like, made out to be, like, the villains and, like, as the red herrings, but it's so completely obvious that, like, they're not good people, but they're not. I mean, I think the mom is kind of the villain a little bit. I mean, the mom is the villain, but at the, like, the mom is, like, the, if there were to be a villain that wasn't her, it would be the mom, but I feel like she... It's clearly some Freudian...
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: The resentful
2: mother. The resentful mother. <laughs> I used to be beautiful. That was back
3: in the good old 2010s. When you could be misogynistic <laughs> as hell. Yeah, it wasn't even that misogynistic. It, it, was, 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 a little, it was a little bit, though. It was a, I mean, Bally is also innately probably misogynistic. Yeah, there were more
2: straight men involved in it than I feel like It was real realistic. You yeah, know? yeah,
3: mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which like I mean maybe the French or are...
2: <laughs> no, if it's like a Russian ballet or something. Yeah, or you know some place where it has like actual talent, <laughs> a long history, or like I don't know, like whenever I um, which I saw like half of and then didn't finish, but what was that movie called with Jennifer Lawrence? You sent me to horror school. A <laughs> red sparrow?
3: Yeah. sent me to horror
2: school. There's like some like hot, straight like ballerinas in that. But I'm like, yeah, I believe it in like the Soviet yeah, era right where like <laughs> yeah. pull, when they're like dragging you out of an elementary school because you have like A sissy good, walk. You have like good feet or something.
3: You know? yeah. <laughs> good feet. <laughs> sissy and then, walk. like knock
2: you over the head and drag you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs>
4: You
2: have good feet. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure she like won an Oscar for that, and people just <laughs> ignore it. No, well, people made fun of it because her accent is it's like awful. It's, you went to school. It's like actually correct, but it's funny. <laughs> just yeah. because, okay, Russian because a- Russian accents so they're not hard. Mine's probably not great, but they're really not hard to do in a way that yeah. actually. Sounds passable. Passable, and I used to work with a lot of like, Russian. Well, they weren't Russians. Usually, they were usually like Moldovan or whatever. But like, I, I Soviet I, block
3: era.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I I know the Eastern European accent very well. And like Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> the accent did sound correct, but it was just so weird just, the, coming out of her the mouth. The
3: dialogue that they chose. You sent me the horror <laughs> school. Yeah. I think it was trying to be a drama like but a it, resentful uh, vampire. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, a lot of straight men in Black Swan. Not entirely believable. Uh I That show think. that would have been improved by like <laughs> a couple gay eyes. A couple of
2: gay eyes on that, yeah. <laughs> that well, they just would have made the women so much sinister.
3: <laughs> so much more sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Gay men do have a flair for drama. Yeah. But, um, no, like, my thing with Perfect Swan, or, Perfect Swan, yeah, Perfect Swan, per, uh, Black, Black Swan, is that it, um, it just felt... Perfect Blue Swan. <laughs> Perfect Blue Swan. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know, it just felt like, either I was missing the, like, it's like I was missing, it felt like there was not enough information for me to work with, in the way, like, I feel like Perfect Blue kind of delivered exactly enough information for you to kind of like follow along even if you didn't i feel like black swan was almost too easy
2: i feel like the opposite maybe maybe there's like more that i've missed that because i haven't seen the ballet or whatever but like it's kind
3: of like it
2: seems tertiary to the
3: yeah no that's what i mean like i feel like i was maybe i was trying to think too much into it and i didn't just like (laughs) accept it at face value you know yeah i mean
2: yeah, I li- I like that they had, like, the, uh, like, trendy 2010s, like, female bisexuality in there. Yeah. Um,
3: that was pretty cool. <laughs> Mila Kunis titties. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman titties. Nicole Kidman. She wasn't in that. No, who am I thinking of? Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 20 years apart, <laughs> look nothing alike. Better, hey, it's more confusing than what got them confused with, uh, Keira Knightley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but would have been, Nicole Kevin would have been very funny in that role why? on oh, the black Swan.
3: Oh you having a black swarm? Winona Ryder she's trying to replace me <laughs> it can't be here just can't be
4: yeah.
3: um go on get in my room mom <clears throat>
1: I'm fingering me doppelganger. <laughs> I'm
4: fingering
1: me doppelganger.
3: Yeah, I also felt like the acid, um, the, the inclusion of the acid plot line was...
2: <laughs> Her getting roofied? Yeah.
3: Yeah, but I felt they were like, she was asking for
2: it, because she was, she did, <laughs> see, <laughs> she was. She, she did see them, like, like yeah. she's like, did you put something in my drink? And they were like, yeah. And she was like, okay
4: and just yeah. like
3: drink it anyway I'm like what the fuck woman behavior <laughs> yeah. um but yeah I felt like the inclusion of that plot line was not if you saw yourself
2: getting roofie would you still <laughs> depends on I feel like could... I would
3: ask and be like what did you put what is
2: it like what is but it? can you really trust people that just yeah, are going to roofie you yeah can you really trust them to tell you how they're gonna roofie you <laughs> just be like oh it's G babe like i will be like oh okay yeah and then um as long as you drink slowly as long as i pace myself yeah sure yeah sure phone a friend first <laughs> phone a, hey it happened again no, just get him to follow you around <laughs> yeah make sure i just don't wake up in a
3: basement somewhere yeah <laughs> but you know i thought the inclusion of the roofie plotline kind of cheapened the whole like she's having a mental crisis in... Oh yeah, because there. Li- well, because it implies that it's like, uh, drug induced. Yeah, that was drug induced and not like um, her own torture. Her own BPD. Yeah, her own her own BPD. Yeah. Mixed with her mother's BPD. <laughs> yeah. Generational BPD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt like it cheapened it. Like that's the thing about Perfect Blue is I think the character, the main character, is just it is it sets it up as her being incredibly innocent up until the fake rape scene well it was such a more innocent time when you could still be
2: gaslighted by somebody like impersonating you online yeah you i know, like if somebody i saw somebody which people have done before actually to me yeah
3: i saw i remember that
2: <laughs> yeah and i didn't feel like um there was at no point where i lost touch with reality <laughs> yeah i was still like very much like this is annoying
3: <laughs> i know what you're doing <laughs> yeah but like in the 1999 when that was like released had (laughs) yeah had to be an incredibly novel experience right but um yeah i I, I thought because the character is like portrayed as so innocent like she doesn't i think she engages in drinking alcohol like twice in the plot line Mm. and it's it's makes more sense for it to be like kind of terrifying because like is this all in her brain or is this all and like it also didn't it played in the realm of the like unnatural being like her continually seeing like this ghost of her past self but it didn't there was when the like opposite ideas are like and like the scenes where black swan and a black swan where she's like turning into the swan that should kind of happen in perfect blue it was all very much like still personified as like oh this could it's not a fantastical element in the same way uh, how did that fat bitch jump that fast true well it's um so in her brain <laughs> it's just
2: like this obese middle-aged woman hopping up and like across tokyo, tokyo yeah like down like flights of not even like flats of stairs like down like across balconies like spider-man
3: yeah <laughs> and that that was a little well they well i don't know if you saw it, but they did a flash where she's like skipping along the the windows in in the in the next like window flash it's her as the middle-aged one like sprinting mm. and so i think it's um at that point in that scene the hallucina- 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 hallucination hallucination mm. hallucination uh changes pers- uh perspectives because for most of the film like mima sees that projection as herself yeah or like or she sees it in mirrors and it's like kind of imply that like there's she's seen it uh, what, in like a lonely hallway yeah but then right in that during that scene it switches to where you see it in the mirror that it's actually Mima viewing herself as or no no Rumi spoiler Rumi seeing herself as Mima yeah I kind of like how um, the Japanese fascism comes in
2: a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah they're like the villains are creepy guy creepy deformed guy and woman the the disabled and the fat those are the
4: villains
2: because you can't do that anymore see all see our culture is making people more evil because every villain has to be like a sexy white person (laughs) you know what i mean like those are the only because you can't if they're if they're like um deformed and like creepy in any way that's not okay they can't be fat they can't be minorities they, have they can't to be, be gay they have to yeah they can't be gay they have to be hot white and straight and that's like giving up people all kinds of punk. yeah well they can you can still kind of get away with them being bisexual because yeah. like bisexuality is immediately like, as much as like um <laughs> bisexual activists which how can you but like <laughs> as <laughs> much as like they're complain about like how it's a trope
3: or whatever the
4: evil bisexual
3: like, is kind of a thing
2: yeah but it works
3: Hmm. casual reminder <laughs> that uh my husband used to identify as bisexual <laughs> yeah well i mean i still do i guess if like it's relevant to the conversation you just i was making a joke about you being evil oh yeah because you said the evil bisexual thing works well when i was
2: like a more of like a functional bisexual than i am now i really wasn't like my evil phase <laughs> very Machiavellian behavior back in those days <laughs> not gonna get into that fair but. enough fair enough yeah. Yeah. oh behind me thank god I wasn't online back then
3: <laughs> imagine him online god no is he your perfect blue image <laughs> like, uh, you, like what, you, my you, former uh, self yeah you like look in a mirror and you just see
2: <laughs> no I just
1: I'm like oh my god yeah how'd I get out uh,
3: yeah um yeah i think satoshi khan's there was definitely like he had in i think perfect blue or not perfect blue, i think paprika should not have been marketed as like a psychological horror because it was not it eh. was a it was a sci-fi more than i found i i found the deformed guy kind of creepy yeah i mean the, I mean the fat guy or <laughs> no the guy in the paprika
4: yeah.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I, we were talking about... Uh, I thought we were talking about Perfect Blue. No, so. I was talking about... Pap- I don't think Paprika
3: should have been... <laughs> yeah, it's the afraid of the fat guy. <laughs> no. Because um, it was kind of marketed as, like, a... The, I found the dolls
2: creepy. Yeah.
3: But...
2: I found the, um, the abandoned
3: theme park creepy. Because abandoned theme parks are just, like, kind of creepy. Fair enough. Um... I don't know, I felt like those horror elements, though, were, like, tertiary to the experience. I felt it was more like a sci-fi kind of psychological romp, but not so much a horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, I, I mean, it, the rabbits and fucking, the, uh, oh my god, the movie with Emma Stone. The favorite. Like, the rabbits and the favorite were creepy, kind of.
1: Yeah, they were kind of haunting.
3: Yeah, because they represented her children. And Emma Stone steps on one. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like... They were like, um, Midsommar, which is also marketed as a... Midsommar. Midsommar. A, <laughs> 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 a natural-born
2: American, which is, You speak in, like, ESL English for no reason. <laughs> Midsommar, Tulsi or are you, it's not even like ASL, it's like Carnival Barker.
4: <laughs>
2: are you act like you were raised away like a gypsy vaudeville troupe.
4: <laughs>
2: Happy birthday, by the way.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Now we get to date this episode. Oh, yeah. Um,. October 25th.
2: Uh, yes. I remember um, your birthday even though you didn't remember our anniversary when you scheduled.
3: My mother scheduled that, not me. Yeah.
2: Going to see musical theater with his mother.
3: <laughs> That's not really warning of anything, is it? Our first wedding anniversary. I don't even remember
2: what play. What play is it? Do um, you remember? Hades Town? <laughs> okay, so like off-brand
3: Wicked? <laughs> it's better than Wicked, I think. It's like
2: crawfish bowl
3: crawfish boil, wicked. Yeah. Come on down to the east side. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the thing about mid midsummer. I, I don't.
2: I, I I saw like a clip from it one time, and it was just like an extremely effeminate a older, white boy, older gay gentleman, <laughs> oh. uh, who was like doo wop
3: and like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, Hermes, played by uh, the less annoying version of uh. Billy Porter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The thing about like Midsummer and like The Favorite and all these other like Oscar bait movies, they have like a horror element to them. To like, because el- horror is an easy emotion, or like uncomfortability is like an easy emotion to uh, To kind of embody and like impart into someone, just like do something that's, like stepping on a child or something like ra- like. Yeah, yeah I felt like perfect. Uh, not perfect. Blue, Paprika kind of leaned more into that area of like we're getting fear to like per we're trying to get you to feel like uncomfortable with the situation because we want it to like stick in your mind more you know what
2: movie i want to watch what i want to watch the uh this is really random to bring up but for some reason oscar bait reminded me of this because i think that's what they were going for but it just didn't work on all sides uh i think it was like christopher was it
1: christopher nolan that made this oh
2: god it was no i think it was darren afronsky maybe maybe it was him it was uh one of those two, I think, who made uh, a movie about Noah, as in from the Bible, like <laughs> Noah's Ark. Yeah. And it was like, apparently, like critics hated it, and also evangelicals hated it. So it was just like, <laughs> it was just like fucking awful on all sides, like just a disaster in every conceivable way. And it still because like Oscar. if you're gonna make a movie about the Bible, you either have to make it so Passion like, of the Christ well passion of the christ was like different in some ways because i think like well one all the evangelicals and shit saw it even though it is like kind of like an art film Mm -hmm. but then critics also kind of hated it really yeah well they said it was anti-semitic because (laughs) like they were like all of the like christians or whatever or all the good jews uh (laughs) like hot italians like they're like mary magdalene is played by like monica bellucci who's like a sex symbol or whatever and like jesus is like a hot like italian guy and then all of the like bad jews like the pharisees and stuff are like hook nosed (laughs) like and that's kind of true but i mean to me it's like okay well it's an art film they're the villains so like it shouldn't be surprising that they look villainous yeah and i don't know like the the one they got to play the virgin mary um well they complained that she was like hot and they were like she was only like 40 years old i'm like also well that's probably actually how old she would have like like been you know but yeah uh but she was actually Jewish. Really? And attractive, yeah. Because yeah. that was that was one of the main complaints is that she was all a the good Jews Jew. were played by hot Italians except for her. Yeah. Um But no, I mean I think it was a good it was a good movie. But like and then people said it was like too violent. I'm like the Bible's really violent. I'm like, it's about the crucifixion. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know but yeah i mean i think that people i think the culture sort of come around on on the passion of the christ but no like it has to be that or you could do like i don't know the robe or like so they had like they're like old biblical epics that like like cecil demille like yeah um the ten commandments or whatever that like everybody loved because they were so like grandiose
3: and i assume they're beautifully shot beautifully shot like especially for the time you know like um you you have to kind of kind of have to go art film or you have to be like or you have to like be like proselytizing directly (laughs) to the audience (laughs) jesus looks into the camera goes i want
2: you (laughs) yeah well i think where i remember like some of the problems that like evangelicals had is that like noah fucks his like daughter-in-law or something like that but i'm like i think that actually did happen yeah, in the that, bible <laughs> i think that is biblically accurate actually yeah it was like um it was pulling the bible very closely i think in a way that made people uncomfortable mm-hmm. um like we don't want them to know that
3: part we have to get them in first and then
2: tell they them. they were like okay then there's the rainbow but then it's like what happens after the rainbow and it's like noah like fucking Fucks his, his daughters in like a cave or something yeah her daughter-in-law
3: is that even true he fucks his daughter-in-law, or that it was in the movie that he fucks his daughter-in-law.
2: you know, I'm like, doing Noah Bible incest.
3: <laughs> You're just gonna get a bunch of like. Or I could be thinking of like a completely. Again, you could also literally be getting like the re- the like r atheists Reddit post about how like the Bible is disproven because. Well, I guess like by. Oh, is like his
2: son seeing him naked. Maybe that was a. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember there being some weird shit going on in there. Like but I guess, people, like, by... Some weird pederasty. I guess there would have to be some level of incest if they're supposed
3: to be the last people on Earth. All right, R, Reddit. To, to populate <laughs> the Earth. All right, r slash atheists on Reddit. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you have to, like, go... In, yeah, you want to... So, Noah, you think it's, like, they didn't... Let's see. They didn't go too far into, like, the overtly serious art film where they went to like oh wait it was by darren afronsky i think i have seen that like um i haven't seen the movie but i've seen like the clips for it and like the
2: well 76 i guess isn't bad audiences gave it a c which is
3: odd you hardly ever see like the critics Mm -hmm. give it it a better Uh, on some like films that are some of the films we've probably watched like those like art films where like the critics are like oh it's gorgeous it's B.A. it has a wonderful story, and then like Joe Blow down the street like watches he's like what the fuck is this I'm not gonna tell my friends to see
2: you know,
4: mm-hmm.
2: the
3: fi- oh god
2: here we go the film was challenged for its lack of non wide actors, the Reverend Will Gaffney, Will Gaffney that's a woman, <laughs> I think they short mean Wilda. for Wilda yeah, hey just keep go with Wilda. <laughs> will with one l (laughs) seems trans an associate um professor of Hebrew in the old testament at the lutheran theological seminary in philadelphia okay first of all and this is a black woman and you're a lutheran i don't think so honey (laughs)
3: tell me tell me the lutherans and the lutherans are that is a german
4: ass
3: no (laughs) (laughs) maybe she's a, a conversos
2: a, conver- a
3: conversos yes. like maybe she like converted to Lutheranism yeah famously what
2: happened after the Spanish Inquisition is that all the black people all the West Africans in Spain converted to Lutheranism
3: exactly that's exactly what I meant
2: a specific like very liberal strain of Lutheranism yeah. that really only exists in America yes, um,
3: exactly
2: <laughs> Um, the Bible is the most multicultural piece of literature that most people will ever read. It's um, not. I'm sorry, uh, um, Around the World in 80 Days? It's also only about, like, a very specific region of the world. <laughs> it's about the Mediterranean. <laughs> and, uh, I guess, technically yeah. Iran for a little bit in the Old
3: Testament. <laughs> um, Do you see an Asian in the Mediterranean River? I don't think all races were included, just the blacks and the whites. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like Persians, Jews... Um, Ethiopians get a shout out. Yeah, blacks. Yeah, and I guess Egyptians also. Yeah, although the, uh, the Ptolemies would have been. Never mind. Uh, the Tamils? <laughs> no, the Ptolemies. No. It's an Egyptian dynasty descended from Greece. Oh uh, well, no word on whether
2: or not the um, <laughs> Egyptian- Egyptians <laughs> in the in the Bible are black or white or not. But yeah. it does talk about like <laughs> the conversion of um, the. The queen of ethiopia's eunuch or whatever in like <laughs> the new testament yeah. which i guess is like supposed to help explain why like ethiopia the, was such an early christian convert yeah um early christian country or whatever yeah which is so annoying because like um <laughs> my <laughs> parents pastor mm-hmm. in their baptist church he, <laughs> he was they were like my mom was like, he's going on a mission trip to Ethiopia. I was like, they are already Christian. (laughs) She was like, no, they're not. I'm like, they are. It literally talks about it in the Bible. (laughs) Uh. You know who doesn't talk about it in the Bible? White people. The Scotch-Irish mom. (laughs) White people? The Asians? Well, I guess it talks about sub-white. It talks about the, the Romans. That doesn't talk about... Well, the Romans, arguably, not all white. It's not talking about the Celts and Germanics that we're descended from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Christian and Jewish response. After the British premiere <laughs> of the film, Russell Crowe tram- traveled to Lamb- Lambeth Palace I don't know what that is, to discuss faith and spirituality with Justin Welby. Archbishop of Canterbury. It's hard to take an archbishop <laughs> seriously when his name is Justin. Is it not?
3: Archbishop Justin Willoughby? Justin Willoughby. <laughs> he's, he's probably
2: English, not Australian, but um, leader of the worldwide Anglican Communion and oh will be sub- subsequently called Noah, quote, interesting and thought provoking. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah.
4: Essentially, but yeah, so... Even Actually, en-
2: maybe the Christians did like it. Maybe the Jews hated it? Let's see what they had to say. No, Rabbi sp- Shmuley no. bochak that... <laughs> Stop laughing, you anti semite. That's his name.
3: <laughs> I wonder if that's the Jewish version of, like, John Doe.
2: It's... <coughs> no, no, it's the <laughs> Jewish version of Justin Willoughby. Did... So people don't think we're we're doing a Kanye thing here. We did make fun of the the British, yeah. the British priest name as well. Yeah. Um, if you're just tuning in, we all now. sides. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just tuning in now, no. Uh, held Noah as a quote valuable film, especially for our times, in order to create quote a story that tries to explicate Noah's relationship with God and God's relationship with the world as it become a Francisca that he was working in quote the Jewish tradition <clears throat> the tradition of Jewish midrash. I don't know what that is okay ah here we go this is what yeah. I was thinking the film generated controversy among some Christians who took issue with how the story was portrayed the, this controversy primarily uh-huh. centered on the film's use of extra-biblical, non-canonical and Jewish sources as inspiration for elements of the script rather than just the book of Genesis in particular the book the it... film heavily incorporated elements of the Book of Enoch's version of the Flood, including, but not limited to, the presence of Nephilim. Uh, some dislike the film because God is not mentioned by name, instead being referred to as a creator, which... Which
3: is something that is in the Jewish tradition, right?
2: Yeah, and I it, Well, it's, like, technic... Cause like it, Well, like, in... Christianity, you're. I don't think you're really supposed to say Yahweh. Yeah. Like I never heard anybody like make a big deal about. It. Like it's just like you don't say it. You say God, which is like a appropriated German term. It's actually like I think it's actually the name of like a Germanic god, got, got, which is Gott. Is that like a general term?
3: Uh, Gott. I think it's. Or is it a specific god? That would I be can't. actually kind of funny. I think it is. Well, no, I think it's a, a like generic word. But there is, like, when the Germanics got uh, Christianized, they used uh, the idea that Odin and God were the same person. And, like. Relate to the Dutch God and
2: German Gott. Gott. Um, Derived
3: from the Proto Germanic blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I think it's kind of just like a. I think it is, like, the idea is to, to, to pour, to libate uh so yeah no in um like the when the german when the germans were being christianized uh what a lot of oh
2: the he sometimes
3: appear okay yeah sorry go ahead so what i think this is a trait taken from like the actual use of like romans with their religion and when christianity like became big they were like oh if we like compare uh like we could be like oh this god that you worship is like because the Romans, when they would take over a culture, would usually incorporate their gods in like the god co- of the culture that they conquered into their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the Catholics did that, but that's what I was saying.
2: Turning all the gods into saints, and that's what I was going to say. Paganism, was... <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. Like it was that was... was always a very big thing when I was growing up. Really, that the the Catholics were pa- uh, pagans. It's like proto. Yeah, that was like always an argument that was made. Is well, the the argument about the saints being like. Um like paganistic that was like sometimes discussed but um it was mostly like the
3: virgin mary being worshipped as a well that was like mexicans and like a lot of latin american countries do that too
2: well like on all of catholicism like mary's like venerated but they're like we're praying for her like intercession which like also protestants generally don't think that you, you need can... to do that because yeah, yeah. like christ is your intercessor intercessor so you should pray to him directly. But, like, they... Yeah, I remember, like, them being, like, Mary is, like, a stand-in for a fertility goddess. Like Which I all, mean, she is. She is. Uh, but, like... She is Ishtar. <laughs> but, yeah, just all of that kind of stuff. And then...
3: I don't know. There's
2: a lot of, like, backlash to so that kind of thing. But what were you saying?
3: So, I I don't know if this is... Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if this is just, like, a... Like, the Christian's or the Romans kind of realized that how religion actually works and that your God is probably the concept of like a God doesn't just come out of nowhere. You have to have like something to like, it's it's a not, I don't want to insult the religion because it's, but like the way how stories usually build through oral tradition, things change and kind of meld. Mm -hmm. And so when they kind of combined their gods with their conquered gods, Christianity took that and started doing it, I guess specifically Catholicism started doing that and be like, oh this god odin that you worship is actually our god and this other god is like i want this saint you know well i saw a lot i've seen like casts on twitter getting mad about um
2: something like there's some push or something to turn like certain like folk saints from like latin america into uh
3: venerated saints they're not venerated saints. into
2: like, like to canonize them like yeah. officially or whatever in that's the, like, the what church. I meant. and um then being like these are like pagan mayan goddesses and gods and whatever
3: and it's like it's literally like yeah the actual of, saints yeah yeah it's like
2: not even like it, possibly even easier to document because like you have like written records it's like oh yeah the irish had a goddess named bridget and, we and now you have and now you have a saint named bridget i wonder how that happened <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah. like it's like literally
3: like written down yeah and shit we, we went to Ireland where we met St... Uh, we went to the Irish... Or the British Isles where we met St. Bridget. And heard the story of St. Bridget.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. But yeah. Uh, shit. Movie. Noah. You want to see it? Yeah. Um. What movie I want to watch? What? Uh, I do want to watch uh, the uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Because that looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I actually want to get you to watch like one of the Miyazaki's more... Like, political films. Which one? He, there's one he does
2: where watched it's... Watched some one about, like, a, a chick who's, like, riding on
3: bugs or whatever. Mm, I... Princess. No, that's not no. Princess But Princess Monoke is the one with the wolves. Well, this one, it's like, it has, like, an environmentalist message Yeah, okay, or so there's, a, there's another version of that movie that he does. Because a lot of his, like... I watched
2: it with Cory... huh ah. Mike's ex.
3: Yeah. Um... No, there's another version of that movie that's called i think it's pomporo or something like that where it's um tanukis and the whole like they die at the end i think because of like there's an environmentalist like well doesn't he have one that's like just like these two
2: orphans like trying to survive after like
1: nagasaki or uh,
3: something? uh yeah uh grave of the fireflies and it's uh actually after a chinese not nagasaki it's a chinese uh like one of the chinese invasions or something yeah I think
2: it's interesting, because I feel like you hardly ever see... Uh, like
3: Americans?
2: Well, like... I mean, I haven't seen a ton of, like, Japanese films. But the thing is, is, like... If anything, like, Hiroshima ever happened to America... Yeah. Everything. Would be... every Everything that we made for, like, the next, next 40 years, years... Would be, like... <laughs> Hiroshima. Some play on that. Like, I mean... Like
3: All... two thousand people died on nine eleven tragedy, but like we still do. Like there are still movies that are you can see the direct connection to nine yeah, eleven. There's literally movies just about nine eleven. There are documentaries about nine eleven. There's like, I even
2: movies where like nine eleven is a plot point, but like not even like I remember some I'm watching some Robert Pattinson movie where it's yeah. like he has to stop nine eleven. No, he doesn't stop nine eleven. It's just, like it's just a it's like an indie like mumblecore type like film about like oh he's just like this like creative guy who's i don't even remember what the plot point is but that I, at the end it's just like um he's like in the building at nine eleven and like dies at 9-11
1: like, yeah
2: um like shit like that like we got forever and then we got like a bunch of shit out of the iraq war which oh, yeah. wasn't even like uh lines for lambs and shit which i mean to be fair was
3: anti iraq war but like yeah um a shit ton of movies about afghanistan I, we still get it uh right after the 70s and like 60s we got a shit ton of movies about vietnam well into like the 2000s we got, we got more- black hawk down about like one
2: thing that happened in Somalia that nobody even... The American (laughs) Sniper. Well, no, Black Hawk Down was like a plane that got shot down in Somalia like in the 90s, that people only remember that this happened because we made a movie about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, we... We will tell our trauma in, like, the most, like, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. My parents used to watch that movie all the fucking time. I mean, how many movies have we made about Vietnam? Like... God, too many. Yeah, I mean, fucking Forrest Gump is about Vietnam. Rambo is about Vietnam. Yeah, like... Then all the movies about traumatized Vietnam War veterans. And yeah, like, and that's the thing is, like, America is very, like, we won't hide our, like... Japan's m- just like, that never happened. Either either, <laughs> either it'll be that never happened, or it'll be like, it definitely happened, I have to hide it behind, like, seven different, like... The Germans, I feel like, are kind of like...
2: They're weird because they're, like, they have all these, like, monuments and shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, like, apparently, like, in school and shit, it's, like, it really gets, like, drilled down your throat, like, we did this bad thing. Yeah. But, like, in their cultural output, I feel like it's kind of, like...
3: You You don't talk about it. It's not really discussed. Yeah, I think that's a marketing thing. Imagine trying to market yourself as the country that did the Holocaust. Well,
2: I mean, I think that they've done... I'm sure they've made, like, a few, like sorry about that like you know we like,
3: apologize this very special episode is brought to you by some like yeah so sorry about that movies <laughs> yeah. but like
2: uh or like the guilt about it but like i mean because i think there was actually more of them probably in like um east germany yeah because to be fair like say what you want about like the communists but like they did just like kill all the nazis yeah or like basically made them like, um...
3: Prisoners of war? Well,
2: there were some people who were, I guess, like, lower down on the totem pole or whatever who were just, like... You were just a garbage man for forever. forever like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, with... In West Germany, it was just, like, oh, you can, like, still be a politician. Yeah. <laughs> you can still be, like, the mayor or yeah, whatever. Sure, you were it, a Nazi, but, like... It's like, yeah, you were, like, putting people in the gas chambers, and it's like, now you are just... <laughs> Yeah, you're, like, the mayor, or you own, like, you know, a giant, like, factory or whatever. Yeah. Like, they just, like, there were basically, like, the Americans, like, put on a couple of show trials for, like, <laughs> some people who did, like, some really, like, um, horrific shit that, like, couldn't be ignored. Yeah. But, like, everybody else.
3: Kind of got off scot-free.
2: Yeah. And that would, that, I remember, there's a, have you ever seen The Reader? No. Um, that's. The thing is i don't even know if that was written by a german guy or if it was written by an american yeah the movie was in english so you never know but yeah that was kind of about that because i think in the 70s there was like kind of like a reckoning a little bit it was Mm. like these people who were like coming of age in west germany who were like yeah our parents like because they for for a long time i think it was kind of like oh well like the thing that like if you grew up in that generation your parents told you is like we didn't know yeah. what was going on and like i just remember a scene that movie being like our parents like some guy just like yelling at another girl he was like everybody knew he was like our parents knew everybody knew what was going on. like you know yeah because they started in the 70s they were having like these other trials where like they were i guess trying to send more people who had like done shit in like the camps and stuff to prison to prison um and like trying to have some kind of like reconciliation type thing but it i think they kind of stopped because it was just like too destructive well it was just like too widespread oh okay it was like destroy. you know what i mean it was like literally like it was like literally everybody over like 40 yeah and it's like what do you do
3: Can't execute an entire generation I mean in
2: East Germany They (laughs) they, they, executed an entire generation Well not an entire I mean an entire generation of like Nazis (laughs) Of Nazis But they had let it In West Germany They let it go so on so long That these are like these are no longer people who are like have just been like captured or whatever these are like people who have like had a kid had kids and like built like businesses and now they're in the government and they're like you know yeah these like upper middle class people who you know turn people into soap and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. what do you fucking do yeah yeah um
3: I'm not saying that as a defense. Like No, no, I... I mean, I, I
2: think they should... They probably should have
3: still gone to prison, but... Yeah, like. no, agreed. But, um, no, my thing is, like, with Japan, and I, I feel like a lot of, uh, like, not German-in, but, like, or, like, um, non-English-speaking, or, like, white... I don't want to say white, but, like, a lot of the countries in, like, Europe and, like, um Japan all kind of, like, talk about their history, but they don't talk about it through, like... We're very, like, this is about 9-11. Well, the thing about the Japanese is, like, they never admitted that they did anything wrong.
2: Yeah. Like, they don't really bring up, like, Hiroshima and shit, probably because we have so many military bases in their country. Like, they can fly over most of Japan. Not all of Japan can fly over most of Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, literally places where it's, like, the, the U.S. government just, like, owns a large swath of Japan still. So mm-hmm. it's, like... Yeah. I think the political elite there don't really want to... F- foment anti-american sentiment because it's like okay then you're gonna find yourself yeah in some trouble but um though like it's like from what i understand very common to like deny like the rape of Nanking and like yeah the shit they did to like korean people
3: and like the destruction of the ainu <laughs> and their other native populations
2: yeah, I think they do, like, at, like they don't even count them or yeah. something. Which a lot of countries actually kind of do that. Like, the French, like, don't. Yeah. The French don't count, like, um. by, like, race or religion or anything like that when they, like, do their censuses. Which is probably actually not great for them because...
3: How racially distinct, not distinct, but, like,
1: mixed well, they are?
2: Their whole thing is, like, everybody there thinks that, like, muslims are like 40 percent of the population or something they're actually like eight
3: yeah but just because like you know they're oversaturated in like certain areas and also syria
2: yeah well i think it's just like there's like certain neighborhood because they can't like european countries just like can't assimilate people yeah you know what i mean i guess well like their whole America, like, has, is pretty good about finding, like, a kind of middle... A middle way. A middle way where it's, like, you can still be, like, a practicing Muslim, kind of, and be, like, a regular person. Yeah, you
3: just kind of have to, like, go further out of your way than like...
2: Yeah, and you can just kind of, like, go along. De- like, I don't know. I've, like, worked with people who are, like, devout Muslims, but yeah. you were just, like... A Joe chill, Shmo, yeah. yeah. And, like, with, I think the thing there is, like, they all live in one place. <laughs> and, like, they kind of, like, put them in, like, a ghetto or whatever. And then they're, the French are very, like, anti-religious. Mm-hmm. So their whole thing is, like, okay, if you want to be, like, kind of, like, accepted, I guess, you have to, like.
3: Be Christian or Jewish?
2: Well, you just have to, like, not be religious at all. Mm. i have like, fucked. Because them. I think that they're, like, kind of, like. I think they have like a lot of orthodox Jewish people there who are kind of also, which I guess that's also kind of like a self segregated thing because they're yeah. just, they're also like that like in New York. And, yeah,
3: they're you know. they're it's kind of like the Amish. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, I fucked a couple like French guys who are like from France who are like very devout Jews. We if I had a nickel, I mean, how devout are they if they're like fucking a man? But you know what I mean, like as devout as a faggot can be. Yeah, but they're not, like, orthodox. Yeah, no, didn't have, like, you know, the giant beard and the... Yeah, no, I think... But they have, like...
2: I, I just know, like, they've had a lot of problems with, like, Islamic extremism and stuff that, like, you don't ever really,
3: like... I mean, you do see it here, but it's, it like... mostly as, like, a result of the Afghan war. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that is, like... Or the Gulf War, I should say.
2: Yeah, well, and theirs is, like, different, too, because, like, their Muslims are, like... Poor. Yeah. And like ours aren't. Like that's the thing with like American, like, ter- is like whenever you hear about like some like Muslim guy like going nuts and like stabbing people or whatever, it's always like, oh, his parents are like doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's or something like that. Yeah. Because of like, that's how like US immigration works. But they just have all these people from like their former colonies and shit. I yeah.
1: Guess. I don't know.
3: Yeah. They... I don't know how we got on that. But... Well, we were talking about how like the. Japanese, like, how... Oh, the Japanese don't assimilate it. They don't even, there's just, just no immigrants. Yeah, but... Also, Except for all those gay guys, we know who live there. Yeah. But, um, no, the... A lot of their movie makers uh, are actually, I think, trying to make a point about some of the, like, the negative parts of living in Japan. They're hi- they have to hide it behind, like, four different metaphors. Because like, they don't, like, the culture doesn't accept it if you talk about something very plainly. Uh, uh, like the things that they're trying to cover up very plainly, like in America, like, yeah, keep talking our, about our films trick. are are much more open to like talking very freely and blatantly about like my my movie is about someone dying in nine eleven. My movie is about the horrors of the Afghan War, and I feel like Japanese and Chinese and a lot of Asian movie producers or not like pr- directors, I should say, hi, are like, oh, this movie is about like the rape of Nanking but it's uh, four fairies being, like, assaulted by... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think that, ger- like, not German films, but, like, Spani- a lot of Spanish and Italian films will do that, too. Like, uh, Guillermo del Toro made Pan's Labyrinth about, uh, like, Civil War-era Spain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, um, I think they will hide... They'll do kind of, like, the middle way where they'll hide, like the horrible disgusting thing that happened in history through a fantastical element but they're not gonna like they're not gonna play coy about it either though because i feel like the japanese kind of have to play coy because i do think that perfect blue was probably actually like a takedown of idol culture and like fame culture in like japan and was just like not because it was like hidden behind this narrative of her like having a mental breakdown and like a serial killer you know what i mean Mm. well i mean japan
2: got in early to the game with a lot of the like kind of cultural anti-consumerist type shit because they like they went through like everything that we've gone through in the past 15 years or so but like in the 90s like they had like a giant recession that kind of like i guess lifted the veil on all the underlying issues (laughs) or whatever like systemic issues within like their like system and even though like i mean i guess like you know you could say like people always talk about like american capitalism like it's like, like the most brutal kind or whatever but it's really not like it's more brutal i guess than like western europe or whatever because you can like go into like medical bankruptcy but like in japan it's like you know they, it's like weird like they have like words for like people who like there's like some they literally have like a word that means like death by work like just people like working themselves to death and shit like that yeah and like americans don't really do that we don't have that kind of you know
3: yeah yeah
2: yeah, i mean our our capitalism
3: is kind of like
2: and that's like white collar people too i think that's like one of the primary differences like white collar people there like are like literally working themselves to death and that's like the opposite here like people do die from like work in yeah. america but it's yeah. like it's like, because like servers they work like, and like mechanics and like i don't know about servers but oh. like it's like yeah people who work in like Old regs and stuff like the old reg explodes, or like the coal mine blows, or he's up. a lineman <laughs> and he
3: shocks himself to death.
2: Oh, yeah. I know, uh, I know several people who have actually. Well, I know one guy who died, uh, fixing he was a lineman who died, or I don't really know him, I, kn- I knew his daughter, um, who died, uh, because like I guess like the voltage came on or whatever. My grandpa almost died, yeah. Um, he got like shocked really bad and this was back in the day before they had like the buckets or whatever you they yeah. had like spike he had like he, he fell out of
3: the he fell off the
2: telephone pole mm-hmm. Yeah. and broke his back or Oof. i don't know if he i think he actually did break his back but um yeah he had to like he went to like the hot he had to go to the hospital and stuff and
3: he almost died but yeah like in japan it's mostly like white collar people who take like two hour naps and then they go right back to work yeah yeah and I, yeah like so they culturally are they're like we don't talk about these bad things but also like anti-consumerism is like a huge thing for us right um a kind of like in america it's always done in a very
2: corny way because it's always
3: wolf of wall street i don't even know if that's anti-consumerist i think that was just like Mm, it's not really anti-consumerist but it was it was kind of like the sleazy wall street wall street guy kills like when i think of anti-consumerist
2: i think of like ad busters like Mm -hmm. occupy wall street type Like thing where it's like upper middle class people who just being like, we're going to dumpster dive for like chicken nuggets or whatever. You know what I mean? We're going to throw mashed potatoes at a Monet painting. Yeah. It's just white people not bathing. (laughs) Like that's like anti-consumerism in America.
3: Dreads on white men.
2: Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with like the underlying issue or like some sort of like systematic critique or even just like a, um, a culturally poignant critique it's all just like
3: virtue signaling
2: yeah well like subculturalism okay. like that's what everything like in america like gets every political movement every like okay. aesthetic every film. movement every yeah every like um artistic critique or whatever it all just ends up being like some sort of weird subcultural thing even, like, religion winds up being, like, a weird subcultural thing in America. Like, Southern Baptists
3: versus Northern Baptists?
2: Well, that's an actual theological dispute going back, like, 250 years. Wait, but... between, like...
3: Really? Yeah, Northern Baptists
2: are, like... They're, like, Episcopalians. or are like, libtards. Okay. Because... But, like, um... It's also a lot of black churches, I think, too. Um, but, um... Or, like, historically black churches in the north, at least. And the, because the Southern Baptists, like, you have the Southern Baptist Convention, which is not what I grew up in. But um, you have the Southern Baptist Convention, and then you have, uh, I forget what it is, the ABA, American Baptist Association, mm-hmm. um, which are, are Northern Baptists. Yeah. Um, and then I grew up BMA, which is uh, Baptist Missionary association which comes from the landmarkist landmarkist movement it's basically this movement in the early 20s that said that Baptists were like the original church it was a rejection of like um, what most Baptists and earlier Baptists believe, which was that like no we are like a Protestant church that like um came out of uh, sort of like the anglican communion but also like we were like or like an anglican slash lutheran depending on the um, this is like a bunch of different factors the history of the baptist church is like weird and convoluted but like basically like the idea that like The landmarkers were like, no, we're not a Protestant church because they're not protesting anything because we are the actual church. And there was all this, like, fake... Uh, like, in like, Baptists have always existed and, like, they, like, cited all these, like, old, like, cults that were, like, persecuted by, like, the Catholic church as evidence, which most of them have nothing to do with Baptists. Yeah, like, the beliefs aren't similar to our, at all. and Yeah. That's not even really a big part of... The, like, Baptist the... canon well it's not even really a big part of like what i grew up believing like it's like that was kind of like a, a weird like split that happened but like once ch- the congregations were split it just kind of disappeared yeah like i don't even think most people who grew up in the church like really completely understood like why we were not southern baptists
3: yeah but yeah subculturalism is i think a distinctly an american thing and maybe a chinese thing Chinese, why? Well, because you have, like, the Mongolian, like, and you have, like... different ethnics. Yeah, but they're also... But they're all very, like... Homogenized? uh, Well,
2: increasingly so, but, like, they they were all very, like, provincial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you had, like, the Uyghurs, like, way off in, like, the western provinces, and then you had the mongolians like in inner mongolia like along the borders and then you had the manchus in kind of their beijing area yeah and
3: where is that manchus
2: it, it's kind of like in the northeastern oh, okay yeah yeah but the main i mean the manchus were like a minority yeah even when they were you know really But
3: yeah but yeah, that's, I and I think maybe it is because of how America was kind of formed, too. And that started off as, like, distinctly cultural, like, distinct, unfortunately, due to colonialism, um, like, there's, like, areas that are distinctly, like, more French-influenced or more, like, English-influenced or more, like, Spanish-influenced. You know what I mean by that?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that, but even among, like, I guess, the... Same like ethnic groups or whatever. You still had subcultures
3: that kind of meant more at a certain point than they do. Yeah, like inner city black versus like southern black.
2: Well, not even that. Like you had like you can have people who are what you might call like old old stock Americans or whatever. Like you know, WAS. They caught in the Northeast, I guess they would call them WAS, but in the South, that's not really a thing but like carpet baggers <laughs> well you know i mean you can be of english descent in the south and it doesn't mean it doesn't have the same cultural connotations as, as it some... does like you're not like a person who lives in the hamptons yeah
3: you know you yeah um but like white anglo-saxon protestant
2: yeah but you could be episcopalian you could be methodist you could be baptist you could yeah. be presbyterian which is still... are usually more scottish but uh you could be um catholic catholics are usually not
3: english yeah Uh, you know
4: very
2: occasionally but then you you even have like especially in the earlier i mean you still have quakers but like in the early especially in the colonial period you had a lot of quakers and And they would still
3: be considered wasps though yeah yeah that's yeah
2: i mean quakers are kind of like the preeminent like wasp because most of them stayed in the northeast yeah yeah very i've only met a few like southern quakers when was my ex-boyfriend's sister-in-law who mm. was like she was a quaker but she was like a, a right right wing no no she was like a birthright quaker oh wow like her um and she she was like all i remember her when dude, we were the there Quirkus she was like birthright. telling her sons she was like she was like you're a birthright quaker so you can't get drafted which is actually true um and, and she was is- like her da- she was like yeah my dad um couldn't get or i think he was like a medic or something or maybe it's her grand. she was saying her grandpa was like a medic in world war ii but he couldn't they couldn't force him to fight because he was a quaker and i think her dad just avoided the draft altogether in vietnam so for her, it was mostly about draft dodging. <laughs> I was to say, what is but what is the? She book? was like a, tr- yes, yeah, she was like a Trump supporter and like. So
3: what I'm hearing here is that you're. Not, yeah, uh, you're it was very like not like
2: most. Oh, all the other Quakers I met have been like libtards. but I think most of them were converts, and she was just like a Southern lady who like whose family happened to be from, Quaker. Yeah. But that's like a very specific part of North Carolina. I think that yeah. is weirdly Quaker.
3: <laughs> what is birth birthright, br- birthright for a quaker is it draft dodging <laughs> no birthright quaker just means you no i'm are making a joke a on bo- you're born a quaker i'm making the joke about a certain other religion going on birthright Um,
1: why do you always bring that up
3: well no because you said birthright and i was like every time i've heard anyone say like birthright i think of them like my jewish friends going to israel on birthright <laughs>
2: Where would Quakers even go in birthright? And that's Bos- my question. Boston, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, actually, Hello. no. I think they're driven out of Boston. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hello, large-faced whites. <laughs> uh, but yeah.
2: Um, I thought it'd be cool to go to. There's a a Quaker meeting house in uh, Fairhope. Are the Quaker, uh, are we, I was always curious. Are the
1: Quakers
3: okay with the gays? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, they're like. They've gone completely off the rails because their whole religion is like there's no hierarchy Mm -hmm. and there's not even really like if you go to they don't even call them churches they call them meeting houses and you just sit. It's like completely silent unless somebody feels compelled to speak about anything. (laughs) It doesn't even really have to be the Bible. And so it's basically just people talking interesting and um so yeah i mean it's like and they've always been like consistently very like anti-war and yeah that's really like the only like consistent shit it's like they're like anti-war and anti-violence i guess in general and they don't believe in hierarchies so yeah they're like the ultimate like leftists yeah in a way they're the
3: anarchists of christians yeah which
2: i've always been like curious just to see like what is that like because i feel like that can't work
3: out you know there's a limit to that like everyone shows up to the meeting house hungover and they're just like let's not talk no one talked today (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they only do it like once a month too
4: yeah i
3: don't know i love that this episode that was about to be this supposed to be about like psychological horrors this is like us like should we go to church as you talk like teaching me about the christian denominations yeah um yeah that was you know i enjoyed those movies they were very fun to watch Perfect blue was my favorite you know then paprika and then black swan yeah we go to the episcopalian church they have a (laughs) dyke priest
2: (laughs) dyke priest they do one of them does. There's, like, three <gasps> Episcopalian churches
3: here. I don't know if I want to, well, a woman priest, though. <laughs> yes. Because while well, I'm an anti-Semite, you're a misogynist. Uh, uh, not really. I mean, it just... I don't know.
2: Yeah, so join us for our next... I, feel, I would feel less judged confessing to a man. <laughs> Even a straight
3: man. <laughs> you know? <coughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh yeah. But yeah, join us next time where we talk about um the phantom thread and uh the state of Israel. <laughs> oh, and the Cuban American War. Somehow we'll get onto that topic.
2: The Cuban American War.
3: I don't know, when, like there all... hasn't been one. There's a Spanish American <laughs> War. Yeah, we're that involved no. Cuba. No, the Cold That's War. We... The Cold War when like all the like we wanted The to... Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, that one
2: okay that's not a war yeah it was if it it
1: had
3: been a war we'd all be dead it was a cold war yeah all right well anyway yeah good Good night. night